I know a little bit about your background pre-jewelry, but you mm. worked for Bravo, right? Is that kind no. of where... No, you didn't? No. So what was the relationship there? How so, did that happen? You know, it just made connections. And I have a friend, um, Caroline, she's a wonderful makeup artist. She's uh, the lead makeup artist there for... And she does Andy Cohen. Uh-huh. And she introduced me to some people and um, always referred me. And then I made my own connections there. And it's been about six years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so cool. So... Yeah. <clears throat> Tell us then, um, who are your favorite housewives? I can't say favorite. <laughs> okay. I do. I do enjoy working with all of them. I, I, I love working with Kyle a lot too, though. Yeah. 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 I see her a lot on your Instagram. She's great. Yeah. Oh, she's very cool. warm. Mm-hmm. You know, she she loves the jewelry. She buys jewelry. She's she's great. Oh no, that's yeah. Nice. Her family comes in. All her girls are lovely. She's really sweet. And I always I run into her a lot in Colorado when we go. She'll probably be there this summer. So. Here's a story for you okay. that's like a good cold open for us. Okay. I was 2018, I think this was. A- Andrew and I walked into Sephora and meatpacking because it was so, it was in the dead of winter. It was so cold. We had to like duck out somewhere. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. we like just walked into uh, the Sephora because it was like 20 degrees outside or something well, like that. Also because it's Sephora. Well, also because it's Sephora. Always good to stop. Always in. good to stop in and get whatever we can. Yeah. Skincare wise, but uh, we walked into there and I hear a, like a fam- vaguely familiar sounding voice. And I turn around and it's Kyle Richards with mm-hmm. her husband mm-hmm. and with the smaller daughter <gasps> and youngest daughter. And she was like uh, tiny. Portia. Yeah. And she was like tiny at the time. And I just hear Kyle going, no, Portia, put that down or or something like Mm -hmm. that. And I turn around and I'm looking at Andrew (laughs) and we both had like the same response. So we were just like, we're never usually. Was he excited though? uh, Beyond. (laughs) (laughs) Is he like frozen? (laughs) <laughs> it, it was it was wild it was wild and then oh God, it, it was the wildest experience but I love seeing um, that side to Andrew because it's not one that I often get to see like him getting excited about any celebrity she's really nice she's oh my very gosh. warm and welcoming to pe- people coming up to her next time we do that I'm gonna be like let's go up to Kyle and say hello and yeah, see what should. happens <laughs> so so good so Welcome to Rough Cut. Welcome to Rough Cut. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, we have a very special guest. Nicole Koppelman. Nicole, Nicole Rose Koppelman. Yes. Rose mm-hmm. Jewelry. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, so excited to have you here today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Um, and we're going to be talking about diamonds. We're going to be talking about gems. diamonds. We're going to be and talking housewives. about the housewives. All the things. But let's start um, with you. How did you get into the jewelry industry? So... I moved to the city. When, oh, I moved to the city like in two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. So, and I went. But to you're a, not a born and bred New Yorker. I thought you were. No, for, originally from Miami Beach. Ah. Oh wow. Yeah, my parents are still there, mm-hmm. and my mom, she was born in New York City too, and she became a gemologist and a nurse. Mm-hmm. And then I, fast forward, I went to school, here, and then I was in fashion. I, you know, back then, like early two thousand, like two thousand five, all the way to like maybe even to like fifteen, like the fashion industry was like it. Like, you know, Devil mm-hmm. Wears Prada, working for a magazine, working for a luxury brand in wholesale. Like, that's mm-hmm. what all the jobs everybody ever wanted. Mm-hmm. I just never liked it. And I kept really? pushing and pushing to do it. Like, I worked for many brands, and it was a very cutthroat, cutthroat industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there were no other rules. If you're working till midnight, they don't pay you. No, nope, yeah. they don't care. You just work to the bone. Like, and I just, traveling for work was not for me, and you were always gone. And... I just said, I got to change careers. And I always loved gemstones and diamonds because my mother would just teach me growing up. So mm-hmm. I quit and then I attended the GIA and went from there. And then how I got my first job was just making connections. Amazing. And then um, someone from uh, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. they, had a, they needed a private salesperson in New York City. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't have any clients yet. And they said, well, you'll meet people. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I got a little office Love and I it. just started meeting people who, and I was at an age like where people were getting engaged. So mm-hmm. we did, did a lot of private sales and engagement rings and they were getting beautiful stones for great prices. Mm-hmm. Don't go to retail because you'll get ripped off majorly. Yeah. And then I just kept 
getting referred and referred and referred. And then around 2018, I was saying to, you know, Sean, as you know, my business yes. partner, I said, we really need a website. Sean, who is lovely, <clears throat> by the way. Okay. He's yes. so sweet. They're part of a fourth generation diamond family, and they manufacture very high-end jewelry for retailers around the United States. So they don't, they're, they're not a website type of company. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, they were kind of resistant to it first because, you know, they, they've had the same business model for a long time. Mm-hmm. Finally, they got on board. We created a site. And it was doing well. It did well. And then um, 2019 was a great year. But then the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And it was, it just skyrocketed. Oh, wow. From there. wow. Yeah, skyrocketed. So you, so you had like an amazing boom in 2020. Yes, we huge. hear that a lot from huge. people. And that was mainly like e-commerce driven online kind of stuff. Yeah. I yeah. think just people were spending money. Like what were you doing at home? You said you get maybe luxury loungewear. You were getting furniture. You were That's buying ex- nice jewelry with your loungewear because you didn't really feel like anything else you had on was special because you right. were home with your kids and like, what are you going to wear that's cute? Can't wear high heels or expensive handbags. So that's wait, true. Those are the main things yeah. you're going to buy. No, that's yeah. a thousand percent true. Andrew and mm-hmm. I spent money on nothing but furniture and, and jewelry and clothes. That's because, all we did. Yeah. Exactly. Because we couldn't go couldn't anywhere. couldn't do anything. Exactly. Yeah, and self-care, that was very high. Exactly. And people oh, yeah. were... Um, I'm sure people that started their own apps for like working out at home that did really well. I saw that. Yeah. And, um, I think people that took a risk purchasing online, Mm -hmm. but they wouldn't have before did. Mm -hmm. And once they did, they realized how beautiful our quality is. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then they just started buying and I have a Mm -hmm. really high, uh, customer return rate, Mm -hmm. but people just kept buying and buying and buying. And I think also the stimulus checks, people didn't know what to do with their money. They weren't traveling and they were just buying jewelry. So just for the past three years, everybody's just been buying fine jewelry and people get the 12th or 16th piece. Wow. So it's, 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 we're really lucky. Wow. You have an amazing business because I mean, I'm, I think I'm allowed to say you, you have an incredibly successful business and I think that's sort of evident from. And we like to keep it in a boutique family sort of way. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to be like this enormous business where, the customers get lost. It's really mm-hmm. important for me to meet all of them, talk to them. You yeah. have a really mm-hmm. personal and kind of personable relationship with mm-hmm. your customer base yeah. on Instagram. I see it all the time. I You're answer speaking. all my questions. Nobody else. It's yeah, just me. you run it. <laughs> I'm You're up till two. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I see that too. <laughs> and I know that if I can't, for whatever reason, full discretion, uh, Nicole and I work together on her shoots. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, if I can't get a hold of somebody quickly enough via email, I know I can always DM yeah. her. And <laughs> she answers answer. like that. Mm-hmm. She's like on there. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I just put my cell phone between my jean pocket. <laughs> I just <laughs> I answer. I just, I don't feel good if nobody's unanswered. Like I make sure that people feel like they're heard because I don't want everybody to feel like that they're lucky. Like they feel lucky that I'm lucky to have them that's right. not reversed. So yes. it's yes, important yes. for me to feel special. No matter that's what true job for all of us. Though. Yes. That's every, everything that we have and uh, for jewelry week, for my business, for your business, uh, we have the lives that we have and we get to have what we have because of our, mm-hmm. um, clients yeah. and our audience and we, all that. We would be nothing without them. Of so course. we have to treat yeah. everybody equal. That's a great disposition because yeah. I meet a lot of people in this industry who so do not have no. that attitude when it I comes know. to them. I client base. They're always just like, I'm lucky to, to, you're lucky that I am serving you today. That kind of thing. I've run into that a lot. Yes, I do too. I do too. It's just like... (laughs) So tell us a little bit more about the fourth generation family that you work with. And we know family is really important to you. And was that like part of the decision of working with the family business? Yes, actually, um, you know, I was offered to go to other jewelers Mm -hmm. that needed sales girls for their companies but mm-hmm. i stayed with the company i'm with net with that you know sean it's uh, the company manufacturer called marshall Azen mm-hmm. because they have a family business and i really liked how honest and kind they were mm-hmm. and in the industry there's a lot of shady people yeah. you want to make sure that they're being honest with the customer so mm-hmm. we've been together for over 10 years now wow. and yeah so they've been wow. on uh, Jewelers Row, which is like the oldest diamond uh, district in like the United States and uh, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and they've been that building that they're in. They've been, their grandfather and his dad they bought it in the 1950s, and wow. they're in the same space. That's <laughs> wow. amazing. That is, yeah. How did you meet them? You know, I was interning for another jeweler, and mm-hmm. my internship was done. Okay. And he said, you know, I know somebody that's looking mm-hmm. for um mm-hmm. okay. for help. 
mm-hmm. and that's how we got connected. It's so fascinating. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. Can you talk a little bit about the relationship of like what you do and how you design for people? Because well, you refer to yourself as a private jeweler, which we've never had on this podcast before. So mm-hmm. kind of want to explain to our audience. Like, so I'm sort what of, does that mean? Yeah, I'm sort of everything. Like a private jeweler is when you meet one on one with a customer to create something custom. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, we'll all show a series of loose stones for them if they're looking for an engagement mm-hmm. ring and we'll custom make their mounting or even finished rings that they could pick mm-hmm. from. So it's like a private one-on-one appointment uh, versus like online, it's just you know, an online yeah. store. Uh, but with my partnership, they are the ones that have the relationships with all the diamond guys down 47th Street and around the United States. These are cultivated okay. relationships they've had for generations. Wow. I didn't know anybody mm-hmm. when I started. So they were, they're like the backer. So that's how I started meeting all the other dealers on mm-hmm. 47th Street. And not everybody has their, all their own diamonds. Everybody, yes. they like to say they do. They do. Yeah. We, everybody <laughs> brokers with each other. We have our own stock. People mm-hmm. borrow from our stock. And it's just a lot of trading down 47th mm-hmm. Street. So oh. I got to meet a lot of um, people that way and learn the business very quickly. Like yeah. that. That's great. But, yeah. But um, our relationship together, is he pretty much, he's behind the scenes. He's head of production, Sean. Mm-hmm. And he handles all the orders with the team that we have there. Mm-hmm. And um, he also helps me source stones for my clients. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty much both, though. I also yeah. work on, for online. So I'm a designer. We'll sketch together pieces that I want, that um, that clients want. We also listen to a lot of client requests. Mm-hmm. We've somehow gotten to this niche of nature and mm-hmm. meaningful pieces. Like the butterfly is one of our top sellers, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, that's a design that I saw for like years, yes. long before you and I ever sort of met and got to talking about working together. Oh, that's, <laughs> a, that's a necklace I saw for a long, yeah, long time Yeah, we've had before. it for many yeah. years. But, you know, it's not like it's a unique concept, a butterfly. Mm-hmm. It's just how the butterfly looks it's and how it's made yeah. and the quality. Yeah. And then we just start expanding on different colors and sizes and... And it just it just exploded. Then everybody started asking for other things, like they wanted hummingbirds. So we did hummingbirds. And then they said, well, what about a cardinal? And we made cardinals. We're like, well, what about a bluebird? Mm-hmm. People, we just finished with seahorses. People want shamrocks and mm-hmm. uh, doves. They want lovebirds. <laughs> like, and I looked this up every time somebody asked me something. So we take every request into consideration of what they're saying because we want to know, like, what does it mean to people? And they all have different meetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know people right now are asking you for bees. I saw that on Instagram. Yes, we just did a bumblebee. They're like, make more bees. Yes, yeah, and then someone bees. say, oh, can you do a honeybee? I'm like, what's the difference between a regular bee and a honeybee? Like, I spoke to production. I'm like, can you show me the difference between the two? And then we'll make like these seahorses. Like, are you going to make four other sizes? I'm like, not yet. Because yeah. <laughs> we have a million butterfly sizes, and we, I wish I could accommodate everybody. But also diamonds can be expensive, so we'll make plain gold, mm-hmm. maybe with a cabochon, sapphire, uh-huh. or emerald eye. We'll try to play with the pricing, but our quality, I mean, in general, Fine jewelry is expensive, but our pricing is great for the quality. Mm-hmm. And your prices are incredible. And I look at your site and I do wonder sort of how you manage. Uh, We're not in retail that. stores. That's and, why. and you don't have oh, all that okay. other overhead. If, if I was in retail stores, I would probably have to change. No, I would. I'd have to change our, our pricing structure mm-hmm. for sure. No, that makes total yeah. sense. I would. I wouldn't mind being in like like I would love like a forte or something like. I just yeah. would. I, but then things would be so much... I'd have to change my whole site. That's true because you couldn't have uh, like a bifurcated right. pricing well, model. Never like say that. never, but for now, it's this is doing great the way it is. And mm-hmm. I people tell me that they love the pricing, which means those are the ones that do their due diligence. Mm-hmm. And I do get a lot of questions where people saying, well, why this one looks the same to this designer and yours looks similar. I'm like, you have to make sure that you read the description. Yeah, and yeah. not everybody understands quality with diamonds. They just don't. So we put it there. Mm-hmm. And if somebody has a question and they show me another brand, which I don't name, mm-hmm. I'll explain the differences between the two. And yeah. then I was like, and you can leave it up to them. Yeah. And okay. that other yeah. brand is certainly not Leviev who I've started working with now <laughs> because they have exceptional diamonds. I'm sure. <laughs> Thanks for that. Plot. I, I, I got to squeeze that in there. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah. But uh, the, so it's really interesting. You're kind of like, maybe this is not the most apt mm-hmm. comparison, but mm-hmm. you're kind of like the glossier of jewelry designers where mm-hmm. like you design the product and the collections come from what your customer yes. is requesting. And we, like people say a pineapple and I, there's, <laughs> there's two pineapple. If you make a pineapple, it's either for swingers I heard or for IVF. And, oh. and, people, oh, and people were asking for IVF and I'm like, if I make a pineapple, 
are people going to start writing me? Like, why would you make for swingers? It's like, I had no idea that's a thing. I so didn't either. I looked at pineapples mean <laughs> that you're a swinger? It, they, 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 I looked it up. Like, I sent a production, like, let me look this up, what yeah, pineapples yeah. mean. And they says it does symbolize for IVF and in vitro. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I went through IVF. So I was like, okay, this could be nice for women that are going through it. And then I looked up, it also means swingers. And other followers were saying, you do know this is for swingers, too. I'm like, oh, I didn't. That is so funny. <laughs> oh, my yes. God. Wow. So you have, to, you have to look up all the meanings <laughs> yes. of everything before we start putting into production because I'm not sure how people would respond <laughs> right, to the to other the swinging yeah. thing mm-hmm. but it could open you up to a whole, whole new, new kind yeah. of clientele yeah. <laughs> well the most interesting request I've got which I, I, I could see is that people ask me if they have do we make necklaces out of breast milk and that's wait, all wait, but how would hold on uh-huh. how, how would that even they, what does I that guess even they, mean it's the, a company, I looked it up and a company I guess makes it in powder form or something or they put it in a necklace oh so oh. It's, that's not what we're going to get into though now that's a lot <laughs> it's, it's a, it's, that's a whole under, you still have a lot of questions you have okay. to, to yeah. <laughs> I know there's so, I have so I'm so how yeah. do you get the person's breast that's milk you have to store it like it's I'm why? sure it's an amazing business but it's a lot I get that a lot people ask for that a lot wow yeah. that's fascinating so I just give people the link of the company that I do know about yeah, I'm yeah. like they do this so. wow. <laughs> I, I would be so Not concerned about the storage <laughs> aspect. I don't of know it why too. you would want to though. I just yeah, did. I, guess I just so. did. A lot of mil- a lot of yeah. um, mothers really they love nursing their children, which I, I did too. But I, you know, they, maybe they just feel sad when they separate and they're done, and yeah. they just want a little piece of that in the end. I guess that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. I guess <laughs> it does. I mean, <laughs> 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 but it's okay. <laughs> Wow, this is fascinating. But it's a lot of amazing requests. They're all interesting, but we'll take each one in consideration because we make sure, because you never know there's other people that may be waiting. For I want to know yeah. I, about if uh, anybody ever asks you about like putting a piece of foreskin in, a piece, in jewelry. Not what? yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, Not after yet. this, they might. They might. Yeah, they might after this. I love that that's what you came up with. Well, this is a thing. People save yeah. their kids like for. I mean, this is, people do all placenta? sorts of. Placenta? Is that like Yeah, people yes, save no, that one. I got that. Yeah. People ask for placenta too. Yeah. And I'm like, I th- you know, I think you just have to have a certain your office has to be set up that way to handle, to handle that type of that stuff kind of so request. it's um it's, so we're yeah. not gonna be getting into that anytime yeah, soon. yeah. <laughs> let me ask so you don't this. call nicole I, for that no don't call her for that yet <laughs> but i'll give you the link and i'll answer you she will give you a link <laughs> let me ask you this i'm very curious so since you kind of uh started with sean and his family business how did nicole rose jewelry come to be how did you guys make that decision? How did that evolve? So I would just work under Marshall Aston for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I said, you know, I really think if people are working with me and I'm not based in Philadelphia and I'm, we have an office in New York City, we mm-hmm. should be Nicole Rose Jewelry for starting a website. And that's what we did. So we started a whole... And, and was that So it's basically it's two companies, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's two companies, but you mm-hmm. kind of operate as one entity, but you are yes. two separate businesses, I don't handle basically. the... The pieces he works with with the retailers, because the retailers have it under their private name, like I a private sense. label. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, like for instance, a lot of retailers, they won't have like a Nicole Rose stamp. It'll be like nothing. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. But I also sell through my site the pieces that he makes for stores as well, like classic pieces, like bangles, tennis necklaces, mm-hmm. nothing original. Mm-hmm. But you have to offer those classic pieces. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just for the sake yeah. of... Wow, that's so great. You really, like, expanded their business. They must be I did. so happy. I said, I'm like, aren't you glad, no, you, I'm like, aren't you glad like, you met me during the pandemic, yeah. too? Because yeah. they, they had no online business. I, wow. it's, it, you, it, it seems like you came into this family business and you completely revitalized it. I, I, I definitely... You know, I worked from the ground up. No one helped me. No mm-hmm. one gave me money to start the business. I just met people like on my own and but it, I did in a way have help because he was like behind me saying mm-hmm. what can we make like he they were the manufacturers like I didn't have right. to look too far because the way they're they're set up they do everything mm-hmm. there's no um minimums to create something custom which a lot of companies I've been hearing lately from customers that do, there's yeah. minimum oh, we don't mm-hmm. we don't have minimums you mm-hmm. want to make something we'll tell you what it costs and that's it Amazing. they do repairs they um, we have our own inventory. We make things um, from our, our trusted manufacturers. Like they, they do everything. So I didn't have to really source. They already had that set up from their relationship. So that yeah. part was easy. Um, getting the customers and the relationships. That's what took. That's what the hard part was. And especially yeah. with the, like Bravo. I mean, that took. That's a lot of years of making relationships. Yeah, your stuff is on every single like celebrity well we have a PR that firm that we hire which is yeah. Yaya Publicity and they who are uh, great I hear wonderful things about Yaya yes. all the time oh yeah, yeah. I've been with her probably about actually right before the pandemic oh really yeah mm-hmm. and she they did great they did all digital for us during the pandemic because mm-hmm. we couldn't be lending out samples at that time but she's the, they're the ones that put like you know, Laura Dern or Anne Hathaway mm-hmm. or Carrie Underwood like mm-hmm. the biggest celebrities mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, me I'm just more in the Bravo 
Uh, Got it. I and enjoy those are your I, personal kind yeah, of Yeah, my personal, and I just enjoy, I love Bravo. That's so. amazing. I, I seriously, I assume like this uh, woman must have been like a Bravo producer at some point because she seems to know every single one of these people. <laughs> no, I, I, but yeah. I do know the producers there. I hang out with them in the back. Like, we wait because I, when amazing. I go and I lend them the pieces, it's just a short show. So yeah, I yeah. hang out until they're done and take the pieces. And I live so close to the clubhouse. So it's an easy setup. Anybody yeah. ever take something? Huh? Anybody ever take no. something? Never? No. Nothing's I, my, ever gone missing? No. Nope. Oh, nope. that's a little surprising. My eyes are always on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and the ones that I have relationship for years, I don't even think about it. Yeah, yeah, But like yeah. the new ones, you're just like, you know, keep your eye on. But then you just, they're very trustworthy. They can't leave. <laughs> it's a small Right, book. right, right. <laughs> you know? You've got them cornered. Yes, yes. <laughs> so how does it work working with a TV show? Do they call you and say, we want this kind of thing? Or do no, you it's just like, come in with so each, baggage or? No, each person comes in with like a glam squad. Okay. And oh, okay. so when they're their own glam, they'll have a stylist. Or the stylist may not be there all the time. They'll have a whole look and then they'll have the makeup artist and the hair. And usually when it's very expensive jewelry, like I'll be there on like on property. Like mm-hmm. if it's costume jewelry, they don't need someone to be there. They're, if they have a, over $200,000 worth of stuff yeah, yeah. and they don't want to have to go and like return it to me, I can just hang out. And plus with all the relationships I have, it's like hanging out with friends. That's amazing. Back. So no, Bravo yeah. doesn't call me. Like I'm not an employee. Okay. I'm just, mm-hmm. it's just like as if you were to hire mm-hmm. a stylist or mm-hmm. I'm just, and you know, it's, it's, I don't get paid to do this. It's just to put it on them as advertising itself. Right. Yeah. Has it translated for you? Cause I'm always curious about celebrity placements and our clients always ask us about, you know, is it worth to try to go down that route? Is it worth investing in celebrity placements? Is this translated into real sales for your business? Well, I think, for Bravo, I think it did. Not on everybody you put on, though. You yeah, know, yeah. But there's certain ones that I've been so surprised with that's translating to sales, and there's really? ones that I expected and it didn't. So it's really trial and error. Mm-hmm. Um, with influencers, that one I feel like that this is changing the influencer world a little bit. Like we, there's influencers I work with all the time that I love, mm-hmm. and there's some that just I work with, but they don't translate into very much sales. But Interesting. You, you just continue to work with them. It's mm-hmm. just—it's it, the influencer era. I feel like was a little bit more like four or five years ago. Yeah, I think people so. really don't want to buy something if it doesn't look organic mm-hmm. and it says advertising. Yes, they just mm-hmm. like they don't care anymore. They just said they—they actually get. I get a bigger reaction when a celebrity or Bravo celebrity they're wearing something every day mm-hmm. and they're not really mentioning it all the time. I see. Then they I start see. asking them and then they'll tag me and then people will know that's like what they're really wearing. That's really nice. I, I never do collaborations myself. I like I don't take free stuff. I don't like if you, if you want to give me like free skincare I'll take it. But like things like that. But like I, I don't. If you want to give me free anything I'll take yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm just I don't promote myself as like I'll do collaborations. I don't act like an influencer. I'm like mm-hmm. I'm there to sell jewelry. I'll, but I'll, you kind of are one. Though. But I, I try to let people you know. live in my life. I don't yeah. really I, obviously, I don't tell them everything, so I am still a very private person. Yeah, yeah. But just so they could feel like, oh, okay, she's a mom of two. She's mm-hmm. in New York City. Um, she has insomnia. She can't sleep. <laughs> yes. She has her own problems. And that is a real problem. It is. Way. Yeah, it it's, is. I see, keep seeing that from you a lot, it's, and it's I'm gotten like, worse. she needs, she because needs help. <laughs> I don't know how much room I can put in my head where I can just, it just is going to explode because I need to get everything done. And, yeah, yeah. And I, my husband says, he makes fun of me because I said, I work better at night. I do. Mm-hmm. Because nobody's bothering me in the day. And yeah, yeah. from 10 o'clock and on, I can get a lot done. Well, you have tiny kids, so that's yeah. a lot. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. And, and they figured also... out how to pick the lock recently, so no. Oh, Oh, that's a problem. <laughs> he just figured out to use a screwdriver and just pop the lock. Oh, <laughs> I, God. that's weird. You know, said, that's so, YouTube right yeah, there. He must have looked that up. No, I think he was watching Doug on the side because sometimes uh, they'll lock out and he like needs to get in there. So because I don't want the kids to get in and like Atlanta was watching. That's but I want people to feel like that they trust me that I'm yeah. not because you know you have to trust somebody if you're spending that amount of money on things. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and you know it's like <laughs> it's when you're any kind of independent brand, it's not like going to Cartier. There isn't right. that sort of built-in right. kind of immediate trust level of like, well, they've been around forever. Of right. course, I can go there and I know what I'm getting. Right. Right. Exactly. So you have to work at that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. You also have like the sickest closet. I, it's, it, I took over my husband's, but he has like this little section now. It's tough <laughs> in New York City. Like you'll get good space for the, um, I mean, everything's expensive in New York City, but you don't Everything. get enough closet space in any Never. apartment Never. that you're in. Never. So you have to build it out. So it's just like I'm constantly just cleaning things out to give like the real real or something because I don't have enough room. Oh my gosh. But um, people, they want to see the closet, but I, I don't really want to be a target. <laughs> well, that, that mm, part know. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, even though the building I'm in is very safe, I still, you know, I'll show a little bit here and there. And mm-hmm. also, I don't like the mentality of like showing off so mm-hmm. much. I see that with a lot of, 
jewelers, influencers, I, I just feel like it's very showy if you do it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not nice if people are like, well, I want that bag. I want this. Like, mm-hmm. well, I can't afford that. So, but pe- then there's people that do want to see it. So I try to do a little bit of both mm-hmm. without um, being overkill. Yeah. I try to make I don't think you are. Yeah, you do well. Yeah. Yeah, okay. you do it really well. well Your good, content good. is great. It's super engaging. And, you know, I'm not at all like a following influencers kind of person. Mm-hmm. I honestly, my Instagram really? is literally just my clients. That's yeah. that's why I I'm have totally it. But that's how it. I found you. Yeah, yeah, Peter. exactly. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, but I still I follow you, and I always like I watch all of your stories. Mm-hmm. I always find it like super engaging because you have a very sort of personable thing about. I you. I try to keep it that way, and sometimes I wonder like, oh, should I be a little bit more like a power boss, like you know, strong? And but I'm like, that's not who I am. I'm yeah, just yeah. something that I will answer your questions. I'll make mm-hmm. you feel comfortable with your purchase. Mm-hmm. And if you're unhappy, it's not like we disappear. Like just yeah. come back to us and talk to us about what you may be unhappy with. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I, fantastic yeah. Oh, yeah I think the transparency is good yeah, yeah I get a lot of questions on lab created stones lately I don't know if you guys have run into we've that talked a lot. about yeah. it a lot on the show yeah so we're gonna ask you, you actually yeah. led into this very beautifully for us <laughs> because you. your collections are very diamond centric mm-hmm. and I've seen you on Instagram talk because people ask you all, all the, the time, time will you do lab grown will you do lab grown yeah. and you usually will say no for now we stick to natural and that I'm very very curious about why that is specifically because we had Amy Elliott from JCK on and she we've done an extensive deep dive everyone's into, talking about yeah oh it's God. everyone yeah. wants to so know it's been around for years now but it really just gotten very popular the past few years yes. and the companies that do do it they kill it it's I mean it's a it's a big market because they can offer it I mean Ring Concierge is one of our clients and most of the stuff that they do is with lab grown diamonds and they have like I mean, they've built an extraordinary business. Right. But, I, you know, for us, we've gotten questions. We're like, well, how do we, if, if you sell lab, how do we know if you're giving us lab and you're giving us natural? Yes. So we get, we always like, well, we don't want the customer to feel like that we're going to ever, I'm not saying that other companies do, but this mm-hmm. is the questions that we get yes. sometimes because we've toyed with the idea, like, should we do it? Mm-hmm. Maybe never say never. Maybe if I partnered with someone mm-hmm. with just lab, mm-hmm. but not, I don't, well, we won't sell through the Nicole Rose Fine mm-hmm. Jewelry uh um, website is what, what is kind of your take on it? What is your reasoning? I mean, I think I think it's just from growing up loving uh, natural stones and gems. Mm. It's just a personal mm. preference. And look, lab create is great for the person that's not looking to ever upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't really care if it it will never increase in value. Right. The minute you buy it, it's done. Yep. They're making it by the millions by the day so it's, it's and more cheaper. and more being made all the time yes, so which the means cost cheaper, is being driven down driven down yeah. and there's a generation where it's like well do I want to spend $20,000 on a 2 carat or do I want to spend $20,000 on a lab 5 carat mm-hmm. and the girl some girls just like I just want a big diamond yeah but then you have the the customers whether they buy lab does the girl know if she's getting lab or is she getting natural I see so I always wonder like well Will that ever come into an issue if, mm-hmm. like, if later, let's say they decide to break off the engagement? Like, will they come and say, hey, is this a natural or a lab? And they need to right. break the news to them. So these are like, I feel like opening that door is just a little complicated. Mm-hmm. But you never say never. I mean, I, I just wonder if it's just going to keep going up and up or if it's ever going to crash. I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure. I'm not I think sure it'll always either. be around, mm-hmm. of course, because it's still a diamond, but it's a synthetic man-made diamond. Yeah. yeah. Do I mean, do you, um, do you think <laughs> that there's a difference in the kind of customer who be beyond the person who is just sort of looking to save and to get a bigger stone. Is it a completely different kind of consumer base that sort of tends to go the route of lab? I think so. Yeah. I, I do think, and there might've been the customer that liked natural, but might be swayed to go to lab because mm-hmm. they can get a bigger stone. Right. But then there's the customers like, well, what if my daughter needed money one day and she needs to sell the ring down mm-hmm. the line and it's worth something. Mm-hmm. Like I have customers that had diamonds from, their parents and they made a lot of money on diamonds so mm-hmm. it just really depends like what you have mm-hmm. um but with lab just prepare it's like nothing mm-hmm. so there's but i think it's a different yeah it's definitely a different customer but then there may be customers wants to buy it on a natural engagement ring mm-hmm. but then they want big diamond studs and they don't want to spend on big diamond studs maybe right. they'll get the lab studs instead instead which but i think studs to. are still investments too because they're like engagement rings in your ear but yeah yeah if let's say they want like a big tennis necklace and they don't want to spend $25,000 at tennis necklace. Mm-hmm. They may want to just pay it, spend like a few thousand on lab. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it depends. I can, I can see scenarios where that is like, that makes perfect sense. I'm not a huge yeah. diamond wearer myself. If I probably bought myself a <clears throat> big rock, I would yeah. probably just get a lab grown ones because I'm not the sort of person who's like, 
ever seeking, yeah. you know, a, a diamond to begin with. Yeah. I'm just a gold person yeah. generally. I like the idea though that yeah. people yes, but if, would go after both. But if Cartier <laughs> offered a lab uh, a <laughs> panther and the real one, which one would you want? Hmm. Interesting. Because I, I, I know you like Cartier. Yeah. So. <laughs> my, I think my honest answer would be I'd probably get the real panther. Yes. Because it's Cartier yes. and I want the, like the, the natural panther from yeah. Cartier but specifically. Because you're, you're that customer. You yeah. may not wear diamonds, but I think you like mm-hmm. authentic and yes. real. Yeah, yeah. You know? you know, you wouldn't, you want, you're not going to buy plated gold or vermeil. I would never. I would right. never in mm-hmm. a million years. So that's the customer's like, I would never buy lab. Mm. I only want natural. I want to know it came from the earth. Interesting. Now, if they ever make natural, uh, if they make natural looking lab crit pink diamonds, because mm-hmm. they are making, but they don't look right now. But oh, if I they haven't ever did, seen those. Yeah. I, yeah, you see them, but they're, they don't look that great. But mm-hmm. if they ever do one day, maybe I do it because mm-hmm. right now it's other <laughs> bees. The they're having an auction right now for this $35 million, uh, 10 carat, fancy, vivid pink cushion right now. So that's natural or natural. That's uh-huh. starting at 35 million. So wow. I mean, look at Jennifer Lopez. She had... The a, green one, right? Well, the, no, her first one from Ben Affleck in 2002. Uh-huh. She got engaged. I think it was six carat. I think it was for Perry Winston. I think he paid a million wow. back then. Okay, so she kept it from what I heard. I don't know for proof. Yeah. Can you imagine if she sold that now? It's a fancy pink. It would be pink, a fortune. Because there's different grading with pinks. Mm-hmm. It's a fancy pink. So it's just a nice pink. But it's she hit the jackpot again and again, I'm again, sure. Yeah. And yeah. now she has a green, yellow, kind of Kermit green, yellow uh-huh. uh, diamond. But she knows exactly what to get because green is just increasingly getting more and more expensive too. It, uh-huh. Yeah, but okay. now Nicole knows how to get. She engaged. knows yeah. how to get the men to I buy think her. She, the white I don't ring. know that she ever got a white diamond as an engagement. She did, did I think, she? for Mark Anthony. But I think it was like a huge oh. emerald cut. Oh. I thought, okay. I, she's like my Elizabeth Taylor. Like I love. So oh she really? Gets. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. a real like jewelry. She person. is. She is. She is like super knowledgeable, and she knows how to buy hummingbirds. I haven't seen her wear it yet, but she asked for one. I know she really wants one. She loves hummingbirds. Did she wear mm-hmm. that outfit we shot you in? Is that yes? With and the I bought and I bought that hummingbird yeah. uh, outfit because of her. And uh-huh. I wore it with these Valentino platforms. J like if you're listening, no, I love. I know. Tag I a girl. Come on, <laughs> tag this girl. I wish J no, I love her. her. <laughs> I love her. I love all the jewelry she picks. She has an amazing style. Yeah. So, but she knows how to invest in jewelry for sure. Who, who else is like a contemporary who's really good at investing? Who's like an Elizabeth Taylor kind of like collector? I think wasn't I, Kim Kardashian a big Elizabeth Taylor collector, or was she more Marilyn Monroe? Did she, I don't remember. I don't know. I, I think Kim K now is buying like super like she rare, incredible that, yeah. pieces she's of jewelry. Getting the collectors, yeah, yeah. Mm, she's yeah. getting like collector level stuff now. Jennifer Tilly is a huge. Jennifer Tilly is collector. a big, big jewelry person. Yeah. That's yeah, true. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's a big, big collector. But yeah, I'd be curious to see J Lo's jewelry box. Uh, that would, would be really good. Yeah, I have yeah. a hard time leaving it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well like, you'll see like some. Holding on. You'll see some Nicole Rose jewelry in J-Lo's I don't know. Box. I hope she ever wears it, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, so speaking of gemstones, let's talk about you being a gemologist. Has this? Why did you decide to do that? And how, did that benefit you in your work? It seems like that's like a big part of what you do is knowing the stones. Well, you know, I, I learned a lot of knowledge from my my mother growing mm-hmm. up. So I feel like even just working in the industry, even if you didn't go to the GIA, you could learn so much more than what you learn in class. So mm-hmm. if you if you wanted to start in this business, I mean, just being able to do the introductory courses will give a nice, like get your feet wet to start. But mm-hmm. it's even just to do the diamond courses is great knowledge. And when we, if we were to hire people, we like them to have some jewelry background mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And I know there's locations all over the world. There's in Carlsbad, there's right here in New York City. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's a, and if you just want to go for fun, it's nice to learn. Yeah. 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 And you started as a gemologist, you said, and then a salesperson. And now you design. Well, I didn't start as one. I was in, in cla- I was still taking classes you as were. I was in the, in, oh, in the okay. industry. Yeah. I see, I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. And how did the design part come about? Was that just in the role of a salesperson you just immediately had to? Um, I think it's just, I've always been a creative person and I've always had a good vision with things, what people like. And um, like for instance, with the nature pieces, you can end up making it look really cheap if you don't do it right. Mm-hmm. And for fine jewelry, it has to look expensive. Yeah. You know, when we came like some like $5 store, it has to look like really rich. So with the hummingbirds and all the nature pieces, we have to be super careful on how we design it because it's a personal well, piece. You're so right about that because something like a hummingbird could or look cheap. it can look like, like I Claire's can just get it or for something. 20 bucks. Why would I need to get it from her? Correct. So yes. it needs to really stand out. Yeah. So that's why the design process uh, takes a little bit longer. And not everything done it, done here in New York or United States is done perfectly. We have to no. get things done sometimes from overseas and mm-hmm. they have su- superb color versus here. And mm-hmm. when we have to make like the, um, the colored butterflies. So we have, we make our own things. We use people, we have partners from overseas that we 
we work with and it'll take a long time mm -hmm. to get things done. Once it's completed, mm -hmm. we then approve the prototype and then we'll see if this is what the customer likes. We'll put a poll and we'll see how they react to it and then, then we'll back up stock. Mm -hmm. piece. Oh, wow. Yeah. Given kind yeah. of your personal breadth of knowledge, because uh, you are honestly just from the conversations that you and I even have on set, I've always known from the beginning that Nicole is easily one of the most knowledgeable clients mm -hmm. that I have. And we have a lot of, you know, really good clients. <laughs> but she like really knows her stuff through and through. Um, given all of that, where do you? You buy jewelry if you're not wearing. So your I own. only get my use my own. <laughs> really? But I do if, if I'm gonna get costume jewelry. I like Chanel costume jewelry. Oh really? Yeah, I like if I want to dress up like a, I don't know, like a, a really cool denim jacket. I'll put like Chanel costume hoops on. But mm -hmm. really, I wear my stuff all the time. Yeah, I see I you do usually. Like, only I do. There, there's other brands I think that are really cool. I think Brent Neal has really cool stuff. Yep. Um, Jessica McCormick has really cool mm -hmm. stuff. It's, I, I always admire, but. You know, why would I buy their retail prices when I can, <laughs> right? I can just well, make that it. Be hard. Yeah. I can just make something my own for a lot less. Well, if I were you, I would probably do the same yeah. thing. I wouldn't yeah. be buying anybody else's. But I really like how jewelry is going. People are focusing more on, like, they do ladybugs. I see them mm -hmm. doing more nature pieces because mm -hmm. it is meaningful for, uh, mm -hmm. for people to wear things that have, that are personalized. Yeah. I mean, tennis necklaces only can go so far. If somebody well, well, lost yes. something or a person or they're going through cancer, like color and symbols mean mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah, no, you're right mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's so true. My, my, one of the most important things to me that I own is my grandmother's ring that I inherited yeah. after she passed. Yeah. And that's like, yeah, that's everything to people. Right. And that's sort of the power of jewelry too. It, right. can, it can be that forever kind of memento. If you have a disposable $10,000, you think, hmm, should I get a, the, the new price increase Chanel classic for 10,000? Or right. should I get myself a tennis necklace? Like that's going to be also a different customer because yes. the customer that buys a 10,000, you know, if you had to choose, they'll, they'll most likely pick the jewelry because it lasts longer. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's something you can pass through generations. Like it's not gonna just right. get ripped and ruined if you wear it and then you just gotta toss it aside. Like jewelry is there forever. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. you're so right about that. I think the most <laughs> amount of money I've ever spent on a single item of clothing must have been like five or six grand. And any- Oh my God. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Wait, what, <laughs> the, the most you've ever spent was it? on clothing? <laughs> yeah, the, on a, one single item of clothing. That's Yo, like the most it? I've ever spent. I've, I've spent more. <laughs> you, <laughs> I believe you. I've seen your closet. I believe you. But like, but like any I, more I'll have that. a t-shirt and jeans, but I'll, like, I'll buy really expensive jeans. I'll you really, do buy like, like, like the jackets. craziest jeans. I love you Celine do. jeans. Chanel you and do. Celine. Yeah, I, they're Wild. my favorite. These but jeans look really good, though. Yeah, they look really good. But like, I was just like, you know what? I'll just, I don't buy a lot of fancy outfits unless there's a specific place I need to go. Do. So uh -huh. if I'm going to wear luxury, I make sure it's like casual luxury Every, like and I wear it a lot. Kind of yeah. Things. I don't want yeah. I hate wearing things just once. Like, well, that was it. I just yeah, spent thousand yeah, yeah. dollars for nothing. I, well, <laughs> this one thing that I have, I have like uh, off the runway, um, hand beaded YSL couture that I oh, think I've nice. worn it like twice and it sits in my but closet, just like but I just love, but it's like art. Yeah, I it's love like owning it. But any more money than that, I have a hard time spending on clothes and I will usually defer to jewelry. I think jewelry. Chanel's, it's gone that way. Like, I don't think I can get there ready to wear that much anymore. Oh, like, it's, it's all, but it, everything, they're, they're everything. Bad. No, especially the accessories. It's yes. just like, I don't know. It's just the sky's the limit. Yeah. And I, I just don't think it's, it's going to be tricky. So I'm like, well, why are people buying Chanel? I buy jewelry. Exactly, yeah. And you're not paying retail with me. So That's true too. You That's know? true too. Yeah. yeah, that is, by the way, so ridiculous. I got a YSL leather tote bag that I've owned... I, I've owned the same bag I bought it like five years ago. It was mm -hmm. 900 bucks then. It's now 1500 for a very simple oh like leather God. tote. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Everything's well, going Well, I well. bought a YSL tote, I think like maybe eight months ago. And because they saw some people were buying it, they increased it $1,400 right after the pre-orders. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know, it's just inflation or they just see that, oh, it's an advantage that they I can think go they, ahead. I think they know that they can yeah. charge. And inflation. And They're inflation, like, oh, too, yeah. that price was wrong. Just kidding. Yeah, bye. Yeah. <laughs> when we have to do price increases, we're, we're really careful about it. But when Sean comes, he's like, oh, we got to make this one more expensive. I'm like, oh, no. Because everybody, it, the loyal ones, they notice. Yes. <laughs> they, I'm like, I'm yeah. sorry you complain the suppliers. How, how do clients handle that sort of thing? They get upset. And I'm like, yeah. look, I don't want to do it because mm -hmm. people will buy more. If it, In order to increase, it's to cover our costs because mm -hmm. you know there's credit card fees there's importing fees if we have to get stones from overseas uh mm -hmm. manufacturers they maybe their labor is more expensive so that reflects on us mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. we have to um increase it but we'll just increase it just enough just to cover ourselves we mm -hmm. won't just throw any number yeah yeah you know so mm -hmm. the 
it's it's annoying what's going on. I mean, when you buy eggs, it's like ten dollars now. Yeah, for eggs. that's no, that's, that's true. so true. You know, so we yeah. try to keep it where people can come to us and say, okay, they're they're not that crazy with pricing, and I'm buying natural, high quality diamonds. We mm-hmm. don't sell things with I one goods. We sell. We try to keep it in VS. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. SI ones that look like VS twos. Um, mm-hmm. We keep with GH color, FG. We don't really sell things with IJ color. Mm-hmm. And if you don't see them in your description. I would think twice about buying something online because mm. the professional photographer could make it look perfect, oh, obviously. Yeah, you can turn oh, it into, yeah. into anything. Cost. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then in real life, you're like, well, that's not what I bought. So the point is for them to get it, it looks even better than the photography. Mm-hmm. So, and that's yeah. what, if you look, and I actually keep my reviews. I've seen people remove their reviews off their site altogether, mm-hmm. but I keep mine so people could see what people are saying because that makes it more trusted for them to buy the product. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. really interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you do a lot of custom stuff just online where you don't meet? people in person oh yeah all the time we have on our website a custom form you can fill out so you just Mm -hmm. fill out um, what you were thinking of pictures of inspiration what you currently have we'll send a prepaid label of the pieces to us so we can analyze the goods because sometimes they think it's gold and it's not gold Um, they think it's diamonds we have to test them we have to see if the diamonds are reusable Mm -hmm. and we don't charge for this and if it doesn't work out to be a project that may not work for them we'll just say okay maybe next time Mm -hmm. we don't want the customer to feel like oh I'm paying for something I don't get anything in the end Mm -hmm. and then let's say we can use the goods we'll do a whole design process with them we'll show them CADs Mm -hmm. and they'll approve the CAD and then we'll give them price quotes and maybe we won't be able to use everything that they give us but we can use some and Mm -hmm. um, or they'll trade in the gold credit they have to put towards the project you know, not a lot of places are set up like us. Yeah, We're yeah. pretty unique. No, I've set not up. heard of people doing it the way that you do. No, so it's no. amazing that you can structure no. it that and way. I, a lot of people DM me telling me what their experience with other jewelers like name nameless, but yeah. you know. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? That's an opportunity for me to keep doing what I'm doing because mm-hmm. eventually people are just going to tire of going to a person that's overcharging them. Yeah, they'll they'll, yeah. they'll know it because people, the the shoppers smart. They're going to do their due diligence and they're going to say like, wait a minute. I just got ripped off from this person. Well, I'm not going to them again. Mm-hmm. So the high customer return rate shows me that the people aren't feeling like they're scammed. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. You are like one of the best salesperson oh. people I've met. I know. I want to buy diamonds. I now. know I because <laughs> just from this conversation, the, the way that you're sort of pitching the business the entire time is so genius. And now I want to buy something. I know. I'm like, because you don't like, have oh, I can trust. I can trust the call. But you always get a permanent um, discount. It's fine. Oh, yeah. hey, oh I didn't nice. know that. I get a permanent oh, discount. Yes, oh, of course. Oh, oh, All nice. our inner world gets big discounts. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I have been looking for a yeah. tennis bracelet. Okay. I was eyeing one at Cardi. It's like 30 grand. And I was like, I don't know about that. I don't want to spend that much. So it's, if you look at the love bracelet, back in 2007, I think it was like $2,100. Now yeah. it's like outrageous. It's, it's insane now. It's, I, I don't have, I do have a nail bracelet, but I couldn't bring myself to get anything more because I know what it costs with gold uh-huh. but you're really buying it for the brand recognition oh, so, of course you, know, you are yeah, yeah. Uh, one good trick though is when i was on holiday in denmark mm-hmm. i went to cartier and i bought myself a panther ring and i paid uh it ended up costing 7k us because wow. of the exchange rate at the time when i went on that holiday oh. last year oh wow i ended up only paying seven thousand bucks for it Wow. Yeah. That's Does amazing. that exist anymore? No. I didn't think so. No, <laughs> no that's over. <laughs> like everybody run. Make your, you're going your Europe trip this yeah, summer. Yeah, fly Denmark. to Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah go, get, go buy Cartier in Denmark. I know. Yeah, but we like super lucked out and I got it for next to nothing. It was amazing. I know. You seem to get lucky with your purchases, I've noticed. I get very you lucky. Do. You but do. But also I have the best clients and they give me things all the time. Yeah. And JB gets very upset because... I never get anything. She, people don't. That's not true. Things. Somebody did send me, or well, earrings. They yeah. were plastic, but I still thought they were cool. <laughs> I don't get. <laughs> they weren't gold stacks like you. I don't get free stuff. I, I don't get free stuff either. I do get skincare sometimes, but like yeah. not really. I love that. <laughs> free. I love, I'd love that. free skincare. Though, too. <laughs> I know. I know. I love free jewelry. Keep sending. Yeah. <laughs> All, only gold. Only gold, please. Yeah. Eighteen and up. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> So yeah. as we wrap up the podcast, we always love to ask our guests like if they have any advice for young people coming up in the industry. Yeah. You know, you're such a good business person. I think that people would really value your insights. You know, I, for a while, I didn't think I was because when I was in the fashion industry, I felt very discouraged. What, what uh, did you do specifically in fashion? I was in wholesale. You were in wholesale. We sold to like the boutiques and the, and mm-hmm. the department stores and it was rough. I was miserable. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I guess this is what I went to school for. This is what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just, I just quit. 
it was tough to just quit like that. And I mean, I did have support from my parents at the time when uh, I was doing career changes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it, once I started working with stones and what I really love, like, oh, this is what I really should have been doing the whole mm -hmm, time. Mm -hmm. And I did it like when I turned 29. So it doesn't matter what age you change something because today there's, a, especially social media, you have opportunity to show what you're doing. Yeah, that's true. And people, look, I find... Instagram easy for me, but TikTok's very hard. Mm -hmm. TikTok is a whole different animal. Like you have to just basically pay for advertising to reach to people. You have TikTok, they don't care about you selling jewelry. Mm -hmm. It's about like your insides right. there. But on Instagram, it just led such an opportunity for me for, to, to show directly to the customer what I'm doing. What is your tr trick for that? I mean, if you There's even no have trick. one. I, honestly, I think I signed on at the same time as a lot of the big ones, but I wasn't active. I remember because I was going through IVF and mm -hmm. I didn't concentrate on it. And it's probably a mistake of mine. I was about two years late mm -hmm. in really being aggressive with Instagram mm -hmm. because there's a lot of OGs, whether it's influencers or jewelers, yes. that people just, stay, uh, just stick with mm -hmm. um, because they're all in the same age range. Yeah. Um, but I really think timing timing yeah or mm -hmm. and if, if you know obviously if you have if you start now it doesn't mean it won't get big you, you definitely can you just have to have the right content and product and lighting and the way it looks and yeah, yeah. you know you're gonna get that customer that likes to shop yeah. is on instagram that's true and you have to no you know, that's true and people just used to follow to follow back then that's how you got uh, got a lot of followers mm -hmm. back mm -hmm. in 2015 16 17 now it's like people that are in their 30s now and 40s are like do I want to follow you? Yeah, yeah. Do I really want to invest my time in looking at you every day? Yes. Because like, remember on Facebook <laughs> yes. days, you're just clicking, adding every friend you maybe yeah. met once in math class. And the mm -hmm. same was happening with, with uh, Instagram. And now it's like, you really want to make sure you see that person every day. So to get a follow is important. So if, you, if you're not growing as fast now, it's not the same as it was like yes. five years ago. So you can't like, get too discouraged. You have to have a more, I think, personal relationship you do. with the people on people there. That I've had, it's, it's so crazy. Like, and take a look at people's reels. Like if you're trying to work with an influencer, you may see like, thousands and thousands of likes. Yep. If you look at the views, mm -hmm. yeah. then you know, okay, then they're watching them, mm -hmm. you know, and you have to know who your customer is. Like I try to target everybody in the United States. I don't just go after the New Yorkers. Like mm -hmm. you have to, I have a lot of the Southern Bells that buy from me, you know, uh, uh, Mid-America, West Coast. Mm -hmm. So I try to target people I think that may want my stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I, it's, you just can't, you can't put yourself on everybody. You have to market uh, properly. You I get that question a, a lot. Yeah, no, you're right about that. You, when you try to appeal to everybody, you appeal to nobody. No, I've really. had really sexy swimsuit models that are not influenced that ask me for jewelry, like for free. And mm -hmm. I'm thinking like, well, <laughs> who's her follower? <laughs> but, but you <laughs> you're going to see like my point. pendant with like just everybody in a sexy swimsuit. And yeah. yes, I, I want you to wear my stuff with your of swimsuit. Of course. But will it sell? I What's don't know. Was it sell? No, I, w I would send an overnight package to her. <laughs> no. I'm talking about like, I have some only fan ladies and they're all beautiful. Uh, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, wear my stuff, but I can't get free if unless I know like. It's going to translate. And look, yeah. it may not happen. Even people that I'm so convinced will, it may not translate mm -hmm. to anything. So you have to kind of risk with your funds to gift or partner or pay. And if it doesn't work out, it, it is very discouraging because it's your hard earned money. And if yeah. you don't have, like, we don't have a company where we have, like, investors. We stay boutique family business, so we're mm -hmm. super careful on who we work with. Yeah. And we work with really nice influencers that don't really ask us to, they don't charge us a lot or, like, we'll gift them. Or mm -hmm. they'll get discounts or they just, we have a nice relationship with them. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we're, in the beginning, there was a lot of hiccups. But I think, I'm you know, sure there must have been. Yeah. Because I, I, you could buy that. likes, you could buy followers back then. Of course. Like, how, how would you well, know? Well, I think you still can. Can't you? Uh, yeah, I don't to know. To some extent, I guess maybe? you could. I I just know now people could see that. You yeah, know, you can you can know by comments by looking at who are bots mm -hmm. and who are not, and so mm -hmm. that's why I'm constant social media. I'm analyzing everybody because you can say, oh yeah, she's got two million followers. It doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. I've had people that had fifteen thousand that I made like a lot of sales from. Yeah, it has to be the person that people like mm -hmm. and have organic relationships with. That's true. I mean, um, like an organic relationship like that see every day yes. on Instagram. And, and I think it also has to be like the right kind of demographic. Like yeah. I don't know that putting on like a piece of jewelry, maybe it does, but I don't, for instance, I don't know what it could do for you to put something on somebody like Dua Lipa. Is her, are her followers people who are even I think in get a place good recognition, but will they buy it? I don't know. Right. That's the thing. You it's know, like, like if you put my stuff on loan, like on Carrie Underwood, yeah, maybe because mm -hmm. people like love her. But if I put on like um, I don't know, like an amazing person, Laura Dern. I didn't make sales on her, but like, wow, it's on her. Oh yeah, you know? which is so it's, just a cool thing. Yes, to be able cool, to say. Yeah, yeah, because it gets your name out there, so mm -hmm. you have to like 
you have to think about like not everything is going to translate into sales. Mm-hmm. There might be a long time where it won't. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if people start remembering your name, seeing you here and there, like, oh, maybe, okay, that person sells that butterfly. Oh, that person, oh, maybe I'll go back to her. And mm-hmm. it's yeah. just it, everything. It makes, and, and people keep coming to you. Make sure you pay attention to them because maybe by the eighth sale, they will buy from you because people right. won't feel it through DMing that you don't want to hear from them. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right And they about can that. see when you read it, too. That's true. That, that, you, yes. that you're not paying attention to them, and they don't like that. No, yeah. they don't like that. No. And I think also people it's the sensitive. thing of you have to... Um, I think often people have to see a thing many times before they may commit to that yeah. purchase yeah. as well. Because you and I have talked about that. Like, people miss... People don't pay attention on Instagram the way that we think they do. You have to, yeah. like, there it's has like to be second. a sense of repetition. Like when you see Brent Neal, like her, her stuff yeah. is so cool. And mm-hmm. I wasn't into mushrooms. And yeah. I kept seeing the mushroom. Yes. And then Jenny Mullen, who I love, who I follow, <laughs> and she's so funny, she kept wearing the mushroom over yeah, and over. Yeah. And then she made different versions of the mushroom. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Do you now own a mushroom? No, I don't. <laughs> I love Jenny Mullen, though. Whenever I love her. She, yeah, when she's wearing Brent Neal, I'm always like, oh my God, I love She has my stuff. She's, she got a tennis necklace um, for me. She oh, bought, cool. but she's, she buys jewelry. She's a jewelry lover. She loves to custom make. She supports small jewelry businesses. And I always hear her wear that mushroom on there. I'm like, oh, well, it, it really is something that mm-hmm. I got used yeah. to seeing. You have to keep showing it. Like the Chanel um, bag I'm wearing now, I would have never worn that in any material, but I liked it in the denim. So mm. it just depends yeah. how it's made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? How do you find the influencers that you work with? Do you find them on your own or do you, do you find them on my own? Find them on my own. Yeah. Yeah, no, no agencies. I do no it all agencies. my own. No agencies. You yep. do it on your own. It's incredible You see, I'm up till two. <laughs> I know. Right? No I'm always amazed because you've got a husband, you've got two kids, and I'm, you're like a real hustler. You're like on there constantly. You're doing the work Sometimes constantly. I see like there's people that are so big. I'm like, am I doing something wrong? Like, mm-hmm. that, why am I not at that point? But I have to like be appreciative with what I have now. And yeah. it's t- tough. You know, everything's very competitive. It mm-hmm. is, it, but it's you're really... killing it. You're yeah. like killing it. And it's, it's Which all relative too. You know. know what I mean? It's all relative as well, but you've got an amazing thing going for you. Yes. I think you're doing great. Yes. And yeah. I think people like, they show a lot, like what's, this is going great for me here. And this is going for me there. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, like, well, is it? Is it fake it till you make it? Or is it true? And, and if it is true, then great for them. They went a different path. But I, yeah. have, to, I have to really nurture what I have yes. in order to keep it strong. And, and you yeah. know, on social media, there's a lot of show and no go. Yeah. There's, I, I know a lot of my peers in photography who, like, shoot Harper's Bazaar <laughs> covers and stuff like that. And literally, I had a couple of weeks ago a phone call with somebody like that who was asking me how to make money. How to like set up a commercial photography business that actually makes money, and I'm—I have a business that I'm so lucky. It, it's made me a very good. Living. You've grown so much in the past few years. It's I know, amazing. It's been you amazing. Got amazing clients. Yes, because well, you're personable. You. Uh, thank you. Even Sean I hope says so. like, no. You're, no, you're, you're really one of a kind. <laughs> thank I'm t- you. I'm oh, not so saying sweet. even the, if you weren't on live now, I would say that. So oh, thank it's true. You. It's so you, lovely it's true. You, to say. Like, it, I don't think it matters what anybody's paying you. You make sure everything's perfect. Thank when you. When you do your, your shoots. Just like yeah. how you did the butterfly shoot and the, um, the, the you, he got, everybody, he got real monarch butterflies for me. I did. <laughs> I got the real butterflies. Some of them broke on the way, but he got uh, the three that were better, um, that were uh, yes. still there. <laughs> we got her the ones that were still intact. And, and a real cherry blossom tree. We got her a oh full on cherry blossom tree Because that it was day. the end of the season. We were going to go do it in the public. We get nervous because New York City, you don't really want to have your jewelry exposed in the yeah. open. Yeah. And, and the weather is And the weather. And it was gloomy that day. And then all of a sudden I see this huge cherry cherry blossom tree branch come through. <laughs> oh my God. And we I was made like, it happen. Oh my God, they made I was it happen. Like, <laughs> I was like, this woman, I know she loves cherry blossoms. I know she really wants this. We got to figure out a yeah, way to get oh her God. a tree into the studio. And I saw you put the tree, but I didn't think, I thought it was really cool when you guys took the extra um, petals and then threw mm-hmm. them in the air and yes. that like was one of my best shots. Yes. Which was I, great. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. it was great. Oh my God. We'll share this shoot because it's really beautiful. No, it's a great shoot. Yeah. And I said for next time, I said I really want to involve birds, and he's like, Oh no! I was oh like, my Oh God. my God! I have to find a bird trainer or something. Now. <laughs> Just so, I don't know. Well, something with maybe that they clipped wings and somebody could come in. <laughs> because it's true. Like you don't want one flyer in the studio, and then we got to yeah. catch him. Well, that right. would be a nightmare. Oh or let alone like droppings all over the studio. Can you imagine a studio there, full of birds? I'm, I'm just gonna, like next time she's gonna be like an elephant, please. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna I keep know. escalating. I know. I'm, I'm like, well, I really need to bring the live version of what I make. Let's yeah, make this I know. Happen. She's <laughs> like, can we get snakes next? I know. I, I, don't, I don't know. No, I, don't I, make I would faint if you brought yeah, a no, snake no, into no, the studio. Too. I would literally I don't even faint. make snakes. I actually removed any snake I had. I just don't find snakes in jewelry. Maybe it's just a paranoia thing. I haven't. Mm. People could love it. Uh, like spiders and snakes and like people ask for ladybugs. I have to, I, I may make that, but a lot of people make ladybugs. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I have to, it has to be really special and 
in, uh, in, unique in, looking. Done in a different way. Like the bumblebee. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love bees. Yeah. Yeah, they're hot right now. The bees are hot. Insects. Do you want a bee? I would love a bee. Oh, really? I love bees. So we have to make it short because then it could sit above your dagger. I would love that. Okay. Yeah, I, lo- I love a oh short. My God, I When's love your birthday? It. April 27th. You missed that boat. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It'll come around. <laughs> okay, okay. It'll come around again. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like to talk about my birthday either. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hate that. It's, I'm I grateful that I reach another year, but I hate the numbers. That's, <laughs> I, I know people are going to hate me for saying this, but when I turned... 34 this uh-huh. year I like I know I know don't get I, know. I just cleared my throat so I, okay like, I thought you were as, <laughs> I know I hear this all the time as long as you look playing. younger than your age it's fine and you stay out of the sun I your skin will be great like yeah. it's you look flame. so young I'm not gonna ask she looks you your like age a baby. but you look so young she looks like Thank a baby you. I just turned 40 yeah oh no you look amazing oh, I hate that amazing. I'm not even by the time my, my twin sister and I are like we're not even used to this number and then the summer's already gonna go fast and then we're off to the next number it's just I don't know but yeah just just don't, go, just don't go in the sun. You're at least 10 years younger looking oh. than your biological age. Oh, thank you. A oh, yeah. thousand percent. I agree. Oh, good. I would have yeah. never guessed that oh, you were 40 ever in a million oh, years. Thank you. No. Yeah. Thank you. No, when you said something earlier, I was like, what did she have kids when she was like 15? Oh, because yeah. I moved here when I was in 2001. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I moved here when, uh, sadly, like um, three weeks before September 11th happened. So I've been oh, here for yeah. a long time oh, yeah. and I'm not from here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it goes just that you can do the math. Well, you're in New York now. Uh, yeah, but I'm a New Yorker. I have been here through all the crises. Through all this stuff. Yeah. All the stuff, yeah. yep. yep. And the current crisis. And the current crisis. And the current crisis. <laughs> and this new fire air that I've never fire seen air. in 20 yeah. years here. Yeah, which is... Like apocalyptic. Uh, oh, yesterday I was looking out these windows. It looked like it was orange night time. Yeah, and people are driving weird. crazy. It's like the movie, like the end of the world. I'm like, I gotta get home. It was like, you're acting kind yeah. of nuts outside. Nuts. Just when you change the color of the sky. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> So God, it was scary. It was wild. I know. So let me ask you this. Where I know you talked about you want to keep your business looking and feeling like a boutique business. You want to keep those interpersonal relationships with your customers. Where do you want Nicole Rose to go from here? I do want to keep growing. Yeah. And it's very important for us just to keep growing, getting new clients. Um, maybe we'd open a store one day. I, I'm very nervous about opening a store because of the theft that goes on in New York City. So yeah. um, I am trying to expand in a bigger showroom. I just got the lease right before. For the pandemic, so oh gosh, I need that's to good. not now because now not I need now. more space. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we'll find a bigger space. And um, I would love for you to have a retail store. I would love to I be in Aspen. That's I where I want it. You would. I, I want in Colorado. If you oh, yeah. had a brick and mortar, you would kill it. I honestly think if you had a brick and mortar I don't here know in New about York, New York City, you think so? Because yes. there's so much competition. I mean, there's people that've been here forever. Li- I know, but listen, I have a lot of clients who have brick and mortars all over the <clears> city, and I have clients who've just opened new ones and. It's just I mean, a whole other the animal. The stuff that I hear is like they're killing it. I know. So I'm. I know it's a whole situation. I know <laughs> it's a whole thing, but I think you would murder it if you had. Maybe, a brick and I hope so. Here. But yeah. I always did want to do it in Colorado. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk after this. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe we'll start in Aspen and then. I come do here. want to. I, I would yeah. like to. And I had to tell my husband, "Well, we need a place then." We have yeah, to buy yeah, a place. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's such a. Oh, we rent every so year, but I'm like, I, we rent a place every year. But I'm like, oh I'd like to, yeah, because then I have more I know. To now go. you have to own a house in Aspen. Yes, yeah, so like, oh, oh darn, gosh. just to, <laughs> so just, to, just to expand outside of New York City. Oh. Uh, let's pick there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great place. Though. I know, I know. Great. I would yeah. do that, or where I'm from, from Miami Beach. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I think the sky's the limit for you. I hope so. I think you're an incredible businesswoman. I have so much respect for you and how you've built this business and grown it. I think you're so talented. Thank you. And I would want you on show otherwise if none of those things were true. I appreciate that. So I and I think you're <clears throat> such a great example to our listeners who are also sort of in the same boat. They're trying to build something from the ground mm-hmm. up. They're mm-hmm. trying to figure things out through trial and error. And it's tough. And I get that advice all the time. And yeah. I try to get do the best I can, but everybody's different. Everybody's personality is different. Their, their business models are different. Where they're mm-hmm. like uh, the the income. They're like, well, what do I, how much do I need to start a jewelry brand? And it, this and is it's such a is, wide question. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. how many pieces do I need? And mm-hmm. it, it's tough to say that because honestly, I, I did have help because I had someone who already had a, pieces in their line that mm-hmm. I could start with, and then mm-hmm. I could start growing with my own. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. So and like a lot of the jewelers I know, they use other people's rings for Instagram. Yeah. And, and look. That's the smart way to do it. And you fake it till you make it, and then you make it that mm-hmm. way. So mm-hmm. it's it, you have to partner up with someone who's been around for a while. You'll learn a lot that way, and you'll have a lot more help. You may I not make 100% of the profits, but it doesn't right. matter because you'll have support behind you. That's right, mm-hmm. and I think it's also so important to work for somebody else. Yes. You've got you to gotta have worked for another company, another because we know a lot of people who've never had that experience, mm-hmm. and I think it's so valuable to have worked for somebody else in this business. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. And you'll learn a lot that way. And I learned a lot from Sean. Like the, mm -hmm. just knowing the ABCs of, of gems, that's nothing. You have to learn how to be with customers. And yeah. I've taught him things before. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's. I'm sure. Yeah. And, and he's taught me a lot about production and manufacturing, like things I just never knew of and how jewelry's like sustainable and where to get our diamonds from and mm -hmm. uh, how to work with our manufacturers and just relationships and how important they are. So I really wouldn't have been as good as I am. I mean, look, I am good. But with his, his knowledge that. of how to create a piece of jewelry, like, I don't want to just sell the jewelry and say, hey, this is pretty. Yeah. yeah. I like to tell people like, well, do so you see how you feel this is as expensive? Mm -hmm. Feel the other brand where it's hollow. Yeah. You're mm -hmm. paying for higher quality pieces. Do you yes. see that there's more detail? Like, it's not just the total care weight and 14 karat or 18 karat. I'm like, you guys have to look at the labor that yes. it takes to make it. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it could just be amethysts mm -hmm. with this really intricate design and something diamonds a lot cheaper mm -hmm. and uh, it's a whole other ballgame with single cut and full cut diamonds i don't even know if you get into that oh I've my gosh seen it. it's a, a whole separate it is it's a whole other and nobody really understands it so i have to it's like the, we gotta have you back to like do diamond education okay that's diamond what we, ha we need to yeah. do with nicole like diamond 101 okay. and you just give us um, all on how to buy online diamond 101 and, and oh, that's that a good would idea. be actually an amazing and the thing. person you're learning from from the store do they really know what they're talking about well mm -hmm. half the time they <laughs> yeah. Don't. yeah half the time no. they, really they don't, don't. But, i sometimes i test yeah you do i'm like oh is that topaz like oh yeah i'm like what's aqua Looks like Topaz, but Aqua. But yeah. like, don't mess around with Nicole. She'll <laughs> no, get you. It's just fun. I'll never. She's to coming. Your store, she's coming to the store, you. and she's gonna put you to the test. <laughs> I, I'll never make them feel bad. I just always get curious. Like, I wonder what the customer is actually getting educated when they go to re if they're paying that much for yeah, the yeah. name and the space and their employees and putting all that markup. Does that employee know what they're talking about? Amazing. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. All right. This okay, until next time. Amazing. Until next time. So, yeah. Until next time. Nicole, thank you so much for You're doing welcome. this with thank us. You're, welcome. You're incredible. Well, and you. I'm I'm excited to keep watching what happens to your brand. Thank and you. also Sean's gonna hate me for saying this probably, but he is such a pussy cat. I know. He In is. the best way. <laughs> he is. He, he is. likes to be behind more than behind the scenes type of guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, but he is so people a when people get to speak to him on the phone, they're like, he's so great. I'm like, he's he just wonderful. doesn't want to come out, but he's yeah. <laughs> no, he's so lovely. Yeah. Thank you so much for yeah, doing thank this. You. Thank, thank you so much. You I appreciate so it. Much. Yeah, this Thanks, was guys. wonderful. This has been Rafka. I'm JB Jones. I'm Alan Simich. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. So when I first met Andrew, one of the kind of surprising things about him that people wouldn't guess, because he's like a super buttoned up kind of guy, um, he was... He's going to kill me for saying this. He was super, like, shy about admitting that he was really into the Beverly Hills Housewives. Oh, really? That's, like, the number one uh, yeah. housewife. And he would never, like, admit that until eventually we got to know each other well enough and we were living together where he was just like, I'm just going to turn this on because oh. I really want to see what's happening. So and curious. then he started watching it, and I was so shocked because Andrew is super cerebral. Not that you can't like cerebral things mm -hmm. and the housewives yeah. but he's like super cerebral yeah, we talk yeah. about like Nietzsche at home that kind of thing mm -hmm. so and then suddenly <laughs> he's like oh Lisa Vanderpump and this this and the other thing and he knows all this stuff and I was just like who is this guy